Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. What's up, what's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Hey! So good to be here with you guys again for another edition, another episode of Rated Rev, brought to you by BetUS on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Smash that like, everybody that's in here right now. What's going on, everybody? Fireball comes in and says, yo, what's up, Rico? Hey, wrong brother. <laughs> I'm out, Rico. This is Rev, and you are tuned in to Rated Rev on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Everybody in here, man, how you feeling? Grace and peace to everybody who's watching me live right now on YouTube or Facebook, whatever the case may be. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you turn on those bell notifications so you can stay up to date with everything Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Fanatics related. And welcome everybody who's watching on the replay. And everybody who may be listening via podcast format, what is going on? Boy, I hope you guys are fired up for tonight. This is Bills Patriots Eve. I almost said Bills Patriots week, but the game is tomorrow night, baby. Yo, I'm fired up. Everybody in here right now who's watching live, this is a roll call. Let me know where you're watching from. I am so excited to be here with you guys again. Oh, man. It seems like we were just here, right? Just here. The Buffalo Bills on primetime. We're on a two-game win streak. The Bills are feeling good, winning however they can, right? Finding a way to win, and the Bills are doing just that. So let's get it popping. I've got Larry in here from Wisconsin. What's good, Larry? Heather Hathaway in the house from Belton, Texas. What's going on, Heather? Glad you can be here with us. Oh, Larry again from New York. My bad. Oh, so there's two. Okay, so I got Larry from from Wisconsin and Larry from New York. Caleb coming through from Minneapolis. What's good, Caleb? Roy Collins, Western New York. What's happening? I got my man Chris716, who's always on time, early than everybody, getting the tone, setting the tone for for the show. He's from Southside Buffalo. What's good, Chris? I appreciate you, baby. 915 Buffalo Bill. You already know what time it is, baby. El Paso, Texas. Go Bills, baby. My hometown right here. The 915 was good. Comedian Mo Brown from Connecticut. What's happening? I've got Donut BOP. New Jersey. Bills Mafia. Shane Becker. Buffalo, New York. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We're already getting off to a good start. We've got Scott Blakely in the crib. What's up, Scott? With the super chat. He comes through, says, yo, Rev, my hope is that we see Josh Allen return to form. The quarterback that is not hesitant, totally confident, and starts thrashing these teams. Scott, 
man, come through with the heat. Scott, we're going to talk about that, man. We definitely going to talk about that. I've got tricks in here from Denver, Colorado. What's happening? Oh, Larry comes in. He corrects me. He says, now nah, a big guy from New York, living in Wisconsin. There you go. All right. All right. Appreciate that, Larry. My bad, baby. My bad. My bad. Who else we got? Rich Kid 217. Monticello, Florida. Cameron Hayes. New York for my New York Bills. Oh, man. Everybody in here joining. We've got over 100 already in here. Smash that like. I should see 100 likes in here. Let's get this thing popping. I'm so excited. Extremely fired up. And uh, I want to, I got to give a shout out first and foremost. I got to shout out my man, Z-Bot. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh watched the show Monday. I'm sure you did. Uh, my man, yo, Z-Bot, uh, he had me on. And uh, yo, he came through with the therapy session for your boy. Came through with this therapy session, much needed, uh, because I know I know a lot of you already know. You know, I was I was yo this past game against the Lions. Even though we even though we got the the dub, I was out there on the ledge. You know what I'm saying? Like I was way out there. I was like so emotional in that game. I was like at the point where I was like, yo, we need we may we may need to sit Josh for a few series. Like Josh is not looking too hot. He's he's again throwing another red zone interception. We need to sit him. Not 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 permanently. Sit him for a few series. You know what I'm saying? And uh and, and maybe maybe he can shake the cobwebs off. And let's 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 play Case Keenum. That's how far I was out there, Law. I was out there for real. And uh, no doubt I, I got some heat uh to be expected, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I just want to let you guys know that I'm a I'm a I'm a very emotional Bills fan. Very, very emotional. And so if you follow me on Twitter, I, you know, I may I may seem bipolar, right? Because I'm up and down with the roller coaster. I am all the way up and all the way down. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 all the way in. And uh <laughs> and against yo, know, and against against that uh against the Lions, man, I was I was out there. So nevertheless, I want to thank my man Z Bob because you know he pulled me back in, he reeled me back in and and, and uh um let me know, like, hey, it's gonna be all right. At the end of the day, the Bills are eight and three. Eight and three. The Bills are not three and eight, right? If the Bills are three and eight, I would be losing it. And it would be uh, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, I you know, it, it would be, it'd be all right. It'd be justified, is what I'm trying to say. But they're eight and three right now, controlling their own destiny. Granted, um, they're 0-2 in the division, which we're going which we're gonna talk about that here tonight, too. But nevertheless, the Bills are in a great position, great position, and uh, they about to make some moves. I fully believe that this is this is the moment right now in the Bills season. This is the moment in which we see a shift. You guys remember last year? What game was that? I think it was after the the, the Bucks game. It may have been after the after the Bucks game. There was a shift in the Bills, right? And all of a sudden, they went on a roll. I think that this is the time when the Bills are going to go on a roll. You look at you look at the adversity that the Bills have been faced with all year already. Injuries out the wazoo. But before the injuries, I mean, super high expectations. Right? I mean, they came into the they came into the year. I mean, as a matter of fact, the whole offseason, they were the Super Bowl favorites. 
but not just to, to not not just to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, but to win it all. Josh Allen MVP, right? He had Vegas. He had betting odds Be, as soon as the schedule went out. They were favorites in every single game, so the expectations were mounted up. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and we, we were drinking that Kool Aid. I, I know I was. I was drinking that Kool Aid, man. I was like, yo, because the Bills are a phenomenal team, and 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 the last we saw of them last year, right before we got into the season. They look great. And so I was like, yeah, the Bills should be favored, no doubt. But they didn't win anything. They didn't prove anything. And so they start the season on fire, defending Super Bowl champion Rams in Los Angeles to to, just open up a season, blew the brakes off them, just beat them completely senseless. 31-10, whooped them, molly whopped, right? And then we faced off against the Tennessee Titans the Bills' uh, season opener, I mean home opener, rather, obliterated them, right? I mean, they went on a little, a little kind of a, you know, they they played they played the uh, the Dolphins lost to the Dolphins close game, uh, Ravens close game, Steelers blew them out the water. Bills were looking very good, top of the power rankings, and all of a sudden, some things happened. The Bills got demolished by injuries. Injuries to key players, Micah Hyde going out, right? And then it seemed like every single week, the, the injury report was just a huge, long laundry list. Like, you can just roll out the scroll. Injury list, long, right? From El Paso to Buffalo. That's how long the injury list was like. The guys are just getting injured, man, left and right. Key guys, not just not just bottom of the roster guys or depth guys. I'm talking about starters, right? Every single week. And then Josh Allen in a slump. The offense in a slump. You could say, well, maybe teams have started to, to kind of figure them out. Maybe the book is out on the Bills offense, whatever the case may be, right? Nevertheless, they didn't look like they did before the, the bye week. After the bye week, they look completely different, right? But in spite of the Bills were managing to win. Managing to win. Now, you can say, man, look, if it weren't for Josh Allen, you know, uh, skip passing the dirt to, to Isaiah McKenzie, the Bills would have beat the, 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 the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? If, it, if the Bills played better against the Jets, they would have won, right? I mean, we can, we can say that for every, for every game, right? If Cam Lewis batted down that, that, that pass to uh, – Justin Jefferson, game over. Bills should be undefeated. Yeah, we should have, could have, would have, right? But nevertheless, they took the lumps, right? They got three L's. It's all good, though. Bills character. And these Bills are ready. Eight and three ready. And so this, this team this team has gone through in, in, incredible adversity. And yet and still, when you listen to what Sean McDermott has to say, his, 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 his mantra for the whole season, find a way. And haven't the Bills found a way, right? It hasn't been pretty. The Browns game wasn't pretty, but they found a way. Thanksgiving, I know we had high expectations of a Bills blowout. Even though the Lions were playing were playing pretty good, three-game winning streak going into that game. It wasn't pretty, right? Up and down, up and down, up and down. Third quarter, looking like hot garbage. And all of a sudden, Josh flips the script. He, he turned on that, that, that switch, fourth quarter, 
And you know what happened? Boom, boom. Steph digs, huge pass, huge catch, triple coverage. Game-winning field goal, Tyler Bass. It's a wrap. Big dubs. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it happens like that. And uh, they found a way. They found a way. But now the Bills find themselves in prime position. Because now, guess what? The AFC East is a lot tighter than we anticipated coming into the season. The Dolphins, first place right now. The Jets right behind us. Or the Jets maybe in second. I don't know. I think, I, think, no, I think the Jets are in third. Anyway, then the Patriots, right? I went to the division for the Bills. Never thought that would happen. It did. What are they going to do about it? It starts right now. Tomorrow night against the against the despised New England Patriots. Right? We haven't forgotten anything. We still have scars that bleed when it comes to the Patriots. Even though we've 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 uh, been on a plus side of the ledger here recently, we haven't forgotten about about Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and what they what, and what they did to us. You think for you think for one second we're gonna allow Bill Belichick to come back and beat us? No, nah, we're gonna put. We are going to make them suffer. As much as they've made us suffer over the decades, right? Two decades. You think we're going to just let them come in here and just beat us? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And so I'm fired up tonight. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm fired up, man. I am fired all the way up tonight. My man, dog. What's good, baby? So we're going to... My objective tonight... My objective tonight... Is to fire everybody up. I want to rev everybody up for this game tomorrow night. Because this is, this is, this is the moment that we've been waiting for. You know what I'm saying? This is it. So you do you guys just so just hold on to your horses, right? You know what I'm saying? Just, just buckle your seatbelts because tonight's gonna get on fire. It's gonna be fired. But let's 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 dive into it to, to some news right now. Let's let's just take a look at the injury report because uh we got to talk about it, right? Injury rundown. We want to talk about that, right? A little injury update here. And, uh, man, for the first time in a long time, first time in a very, very, very long time, the Bills injury report looks fantastic. Right, does it not? I mean, compared to how it's been looking for the past several weeks. Wow. Right? Remarkable. Right now, so far, the only two people that have been marked out, counted out of the, for the game tomorrow, is Deion Dawkins and Von Miller. And that's it. But throughout the rest of the week, the guys have been, have been playing. They've been participating in practice. Right? Uh, Steph Diggs, he had a, I mean, he didn't practice all week, but it was a vet rest, right? Um, we're getting guys back. Jermaine Edmonds, full week of practice. AJ Epinesa, full week of practice. Um, 
the illness bug still hit, but guys have gotten back. Damar Hamlin, Dane Jackson, Jaquan Johnson were uh, were ill. Uh, Quentin Morris was ill. Um, and so was Khalil Shakir. But the only one that was sick, that is questionable, is Quentin Morris. But he participated yesterday, I mean today, fully. So we're looking very good. So it looks like we're going to get Tremaine Edmonds back, AJ Epinesa back. Um, and Mitch Morse back. Huge, huge additions back to the lineup for the Buffalo Bills as they face the Patriots. I can't tell you how how much we miss Tremaine Edmonds. We miss him tremendously. And I would go on record as to say that had Tremaine Edmonds not gotten injured against the Vikings, we'd be 9-2 and two right now. There's no way the Vikings were going to win had it not been for Tremaine going out. Because the minute he left, all of a sudden the Vikings got a little hair on their chest. Right? You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they felt themselves. Why? Because the middle of the field was open. Tremaine Edmonds is a middle-of-the-field eraser. He erases the middle of the field for, for quarterbacks. You can't throw there. You can try, but in many cases, he's erasing the middle of the field because he he covers so much ground. 6'5, 250 plus. Long arms. His reach is remarkable. Extremely athletic. 4'5 speed. You just, you just, you just can't coach that. Phenomenal player. And, and, and Tremaine Edmonds, man, is having having a heck of a season this year, a heck of a season. And so getting him back, especially right now, as we approach this three-game, this back-to-back-to-back AFC East gauntlet, so to speak, right, it's crucial that we need all hands on deck, that we get all hands on deck. And Jermaine Edmonds, huge asset to the defense, huge, right? And then across the defensive line, we're getting Greg Rousseau back, it looks like, right, from his ankle injury that he sustained. He's been a full participant in practice all week. And so it looks like we're going to get him back, which is huge, right? It's great for the, for the Bills defensive line. Now, obviously, one of the guys, I mean, the main guy across that defensive line that we're going to miss tremendously is Vaughn Miller, right? Um, you can't replace you can't replace an all-pro uh, two-time Super Bowl uh, champion, future first ballot Hall of Fame defensive end. You just not you just not going to replace him, so he's going to be missed big time, right? He leads he leads a team in sacks. You can't replace that, but his leadership is going to be invaluable, right? Invaluable. But according to him himself, um, we we, we could see him. We could see there's a possibility that we could see him against the Jets. He I mean he. That comes out of his own mouth, right? From the horse's mouth itself, right, so to speak. Vaughn, on, on, his, on his podcast, right, he said that, you know, he's going to take some time out a little bit, but uh, he's looking, he's looking to, 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 to see if he can play against, against the Jets. So, man, fingers crossed, prayers up for Vaughn Miller. You know what I'm saying? If it's in his best interest, um, hopefully we can see him back shortly. But while he's out, it's good to get Groot back. It's good to have A.J. Epinesa back. 
because we need that rotation across the defensive line, right? We've got Daquan Jones uh, having a f- fantastic season. Tim Settle, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, and now across the edge, the, the, the pass rushes. We've got we've got Greg Rousseau. We've got Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa, Shaq Lawson. I think we're going to be okay across the defensive line. And then on offense, um, Deion Dawkins, he's out. Um, he's the only one who on the offensive side of the ball who's who's have been who's already been officially listed as out. A huge blow for the offensive line, no doubt. Okay. Um, Deion Dawkins, man, uh, Pro Bowl caliber um, le- left tackle, huge leader across the across the offensive line, and just really just the offense and the team in general. He's gonna be missed big time. Especially when you look across the right side of the offensive line and you've got right tackle Spencer Brown, who's been having some issues lately and pass protection, namely. And so when you look across our offensive line without Deion Dawkins, you've got a struggling Spencer Brown in pass protection. You're likely going to have a Questenberry sliding over to the left tackle spot. Who's, you know, he he's okay. He's no Deion Dawkins. They may have their hands full with someone by the name of Matthew Judon, right? Who I think leads the league in sacks. Fantastic pass rusher for the New England Patriots. So the Bills are going to have, uh, they're going to have their work cut out, making sure they keep their eyes on Judon. And we'll talk about that here lately when we talk about some of the matchups that we're looking forward to seeing. But, Nevertheless, man, outside of Deion Dawkins and, and, and Vaughn Miller being out, I'm, I'm highly encouraged, right? Highly encouraged um, by, by the injury report because I think that I think I think now I think now is a perfect time for these guys to get back healthy. It's great news that we got that we got uh Trey White back, right? I'm looking forward to seeing him in this game getting more snaps, getting back in the groove of things, right? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. Across from him, Kyir Elam, who's not listed on the injury report, so it looks like he's going to be playing. Um, we know that Christian Benford, though, I think he he got he got put on IR. Um, Xavier Rose got called up. All right, so now he's on the fifty-three man, but I still feel good though because we got Trey White. I don't expect Trey just to go in there and get hundred percent of snaps. I think he's still going to be in a in a heavy rotation until he gets back in game playing shape, right? And he tests himself out. You don't want to give him too much. But I feel pretty good, though, with him in the rotation with him and Dane Jackson. Uh, Dane, is he struggled, no doubt. But at least we're not going to have to rely on him like we have been, right? Trey coming back is going to be huge, and him getting more snaps is going to be huge. Have Dane rele- relegated, in my opinion, to just – a, a a depth guy rotating in with with Trey, right? Possibly, and then you have Kyrie Elam starting opposite, having him maybe rotate with Xavier uh, Rowe. I'm gonna say Xavier Howard, Xavier Rhodes, or maybe just leave Xavier off until he just you know just use him as depth. I don't know, but I'm encouraged though. I feel better. Jordan Porter is not on the injury report, right? So that's great. And you know the Bills' record with Jordan Porter playing seven and zero. Right, accounting the the Lions game, I think it's seven to zero. Jordan Poor playing, the Bills are undefeated, so I feel very good. I feel very good. But you know what else I feel very good about? 
I feel very good about my man James coming through with the super chat. James, salute to you, my brother. He says, yo, if the stars align this week, Bills win, since he beats KC, Niners got the fins. Hmm. We are back on top of the AFC as a first seed, baby. It could happen, Rev. James, you know what? It most certainly can happen. It most certainly can happen. That's how tight these things are, and that's how quick the tides can change in the AFC playoff race, in the seeding race, right? A few, a few couple teams losing, boom, Bills take care of business. We're right there on top. That's why it's important for the Bills to just mind their own business, take it one week at a time, and just plow through the rest of the schedule. Don't worry about anybody else. Just handle business. Because as long as they win, then everything else will be okay, right? They can only control what they can control. And the only thing that they can control is who they face. And that's the New England Patriots. But it's very, very encouraging when you look at that. And you're like, man, yo, if the Dolphins lose, the cross-country trip, right, to the Bay, West Coast, baby, against the Niners, who are, man, the Niners are hot. They are on fire right now. Jimmy G doing his thing. But, yo, that defense is nasty. And that offense, man, is, 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 is like Stella, man. They're getting their groove back. You know what I'm saying? With CMC, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel, and, man, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. I think Kittle's is, is not, I think he's healthy. Regardless, man, that team is, that team is very good and very dangerous. If you're asking me, I think, I think the Niners are a slept-on team right now in the NFC who they could very easily represent the NFC in the Super Bowl right now. The way they're playing, that defense is nasty. Joey Bosa, them guys right there. So, yo, uh, the Dolphins, they, they they definitely don't have no cakewalk. And that pass rush of the, of, of the Niners are going to look to get after it. So that's a very possible L for the Dolphins. But they could win. You never know, right? This is how it goes. Uh, if you look at KC, you look at the Chiefs, you definitely, when you look at the schedule, you definitely start to look at games that they could potentially lose, right? Because they're on fire too, right? And this is kind of when, when the Chiefs normally just kick it into gear and they just close out the season and they end up with the number one seed and they host everybody in, in you know what I'm saying, in, in the playoffs. That's kind of typically what they do. But they got a huge matchup against the Bengals. And I've heard, I've been in some spaces, and I've heard like some, some Chiefs fans who are very cocky, who like to use stats and, and throw out these stats and talk about, you know, how, how highly unlikely it is for Pat Mahomes to lose to the same team, you know, three times in a row or something, something like that, some crazy stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, look, forget all that. I don't care how good Pat Mahomes is, and I don't care what the stats say about, about how unlikely it may be. None of that matters. What matters is they took some L's to the Bengals. They got beat in their hometown, Arrowhead, for all the marbles. Shut out Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the second half to win that game. Right? Cinderella story, maybe, but to go to the Super Bowl. Them guys are getting healthy, too. Jamar Chase could be back. 
Joe Burrow, very good quarterback. A lot of weapons. They could get Joe Mixon back too. So that's going to be a heck of a game. Heck of a game, and that could be the game where we that where we see the Chiefs take an L. It could be. You never know. And then you look at who else? Well, that's that's really all. That's all. That's really all, right? That that really matters, as far as the seeding is, is concerned. The number one seed is concerned. So that's very possible. It's very possible. And 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 man, we we just we just have to make sure we handle our our own business. We got to handle our business, and that starts tomorrow night in Foxborough against Mac Noodle Arm Jones and the New England Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Brian Powers comes in. He says, yo, man, Pat Mahomes should have lost to us three times in a row. Facts. Yeah, man, should have happened, but it didn't. It didn't happen. We can't do nothing about that right now. You can't. All we can do is just control what we can control right now. And uh, if we see him in the playoffs, we better make sure we close him out for good. You know what I'm saying? But we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't put the cart before the horse, right? We got a huge matchup right now. AFC divisional matchup against the New England Patriots. Huge game. Huge game because the Bills are all currently 0-2 in the division right now. And the Buffalo Bills do not want to go 0-3 in the division. We cannot get the number one seed if we do not win our division. That's where it starts. So before we talk about number one seed, we need to talk about finishing first place in the East. Right? That's what's most important. Finishing first place in the AFC East. Shout out to everybody who's joining me right now. Uh, it's your man Rev, and you're watching Rated Rev, brought to you by BetUS on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Do me this favor, smash that like, hit the subscribe button, and turn on those bell notifications if you haven't already done so. 180 plus in here. I, I better see over 100 likes. Smash it like you ain't never smashed a like before in your life. Let's keep it moving, man. We got some Bills news I want to talk about, too, before we really dive into the, the game preview. Bills news off the rip. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Sal Capaccio um, broke this news. But Tredavious White and the Buffalo Bills have a oh, – I'm sorry. Trey White has restructured his deal with the Bills, freeing up some cap space, right? I think that was something that we were thinking would happen, like, at the beginning of the year. It didn't happen. Um, and so – uh, this kind of really just, well, it, it, I mean, it came out of left field to me. Um, but I'm trying, I'm trying to pull up that tweet. I'm trying to find it right now. I'm trying to find it, that tweet from Sal. But the Bills were like, they were like, man, they were in the red when it come to cap space. And I think Sal said that they were like 300K is all they had in cap space. Let me see if I can find this tweet. Where is it at? Yeah. So Sal Capaccio says that, uh, he says they were down to a league low $332,000 before the move. <laughs> Huge, right? That's crazy. That's like, that's like in the red zone, big time. And so this deal, 
And just let me just let me quote Sal Capaccio. He says, Yo, NFL source tells me the Bills restructured the contract of cornerback Jadavius White to now create approximately two and a half million dollars of cap space. So that created two and a half million dollars of cap space. And I know, I know a lot of people, a lot of people, myself included, were like, yo. What does that move really say? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to we're trying to read between the lines, right? You know what I'm saying? And we're trying to figure out, like, okay, so 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 the bills are like they had like the legal of three hundred seven thousand dollars in cap space, and uh, we hear that we're like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 but. What does it really mean? Does that mean OBJ? Huh? Come on, you know we had to talk about it. You know we had to talk about it. Uh, we have to because when things like this happen, it just it just leaves so much room for conversation, right? So the Bills freeing up this cap space now they have two and a half million frees up two and a half million dollars of cap space plus. OBJ is set to visit the Bills Friday. Von Miller is like, yo, we can't let him out the building. Could this be, could this be the move we've been waiting for, Bills Mafia? Let me know what you guys think. Because you know that Brandon Bean is a cap wizard, right? You know he just he makes move, he makes moves and he makes room, right? Maybe there's another move on the way. I don't know. We don't know. But could this be the move, man, for, for OBJ? OBJ is sitting there looking. He's like, yo, make some room, baby. Make, make some room. Make, 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 make some room for me. Now, I guarantee you, he saw it. He's like, huh? Okay, Bean, okay. Make that room then, baby. Make that room. If, if he comes to Buffalo Friday, when he comes to Buffalo Friday, I don't know how he leaves Buffalo. <laughs> without 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 a deal. I don't know how he leaves Buffalo without a deal. I don't know. So uh we shall see. We shall see. Let me get into the super chat real quickly before I, I, I dive in some more about this OBJ talk. Uh Cody Clemens. Cody. What's good, Cody? He comes in. Uh where, where'd you go, man? Where, where'd the comment go? Oh, I just lost it. Here it is. Cody Clemens comes in with the super chat. Cody, I salute you, man. Appreciate it. He says, yo, Bill's money line, taking the over. Anytime uh, touchdown digs in Davis, equals $50 bet, $585 payout, super boost, thoughts, likelihood. Well, you know what, Cody? I'm going to be honest with you, man. All that stuff is foreign to me, dog. Like straight up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like for real. Like that, that stuff is foreign to me. You got the wrong guy to, to really talk about that. Uh, first of all, I mean, I, I don't bet, um, but, and so I, I don't really, I don't really understand. It. I, I don't know it. I just, I just never learned all of that, all that talk. Um, but what, what is, what is the spread? I think it was. Let me see here. I think it's. Was it five? Was it five points? Five and a half? Something like that. I don't know, man. Um. 
I, I'm, I'm going to refer you, Cody, to everybody else in the chat, okay, who are, who are more versed at this than I am. I apologize, but I just don't have an answer for you, okay? I just don't have an answer for you. Now, back to this OBJ thing. I know a lot of people in here, man, they're like, yo. Oh, there, there you go. There you go, Cody. So Mike Harlow says, go for it. He says, go for it. So if Mike says, go for it, you go for it. Uh, comedian uh, Mo Brown says, yo, Cody, don't do the over. Just pick the Bills to cover. Uh, and then he comes back again. He says, yo, Bills to cover the spread. Cody, I'm throwing 100 on it. Well, there you go. There you go, Cody. You've got your answer. I'm sorry, I couldn't be the answer for you. But shout out to the chat. They know what's up. But uh, OBJ, man, look. I know we're tired of talking about him. I've been tired of talking about it. I've, I've said it. I'm like, yo, just pick a team already. But you cannot overlook this. Like when, when Brandon Bean makes a move in the in, you know, this late in the season to free up cap space ahead of the visit with OBJ. It I mean, we're less left up to for, for interpretation, right? I mean, we gotta talk about it. Like what this could mean. It could mean absolutely nothing. All right? It could mean absolutely nothing. Or it could mean everything. If OBJ were to land with the Bills, what would that mean for the for this team? I think having a guy of OBJ's caliber on this roster in the offense would be a huge, huge asset. Huge. Yes, yes. So Cameron Hayes comes in and says, yo, OBJ is going to give that offense that spice that is so desperately needed. A thousand percent, Cameron. Thank you for that. You know, OBJ is a proven guy with proven production, but he's an alpha receiver. He is. He has been an alpha number one wide receiver for all of his career outside of the injury, right? He's been that guy. We can't say the same for, for Gabe Davis, a guy that we expected to really take over that wide receiver two role this year. He's been, he's been very inconsistent, up and down, up and down, boom or bust, right? Good talent, very inconsistent. Not somebody that you can rely on week in and week out, especially when defenses start to double-team digs and start to game plan to get digs out of the way. We saw it against the Jets. What did the Jets do against the Bills' offense? They shut down Diggs. They double-covered Diggs and put their number one corner on Gabe Davis. They put sauce on Davis and doubled Diggs. What happened? We saw the results. Now, granted, not every team has lockdown cornerbacks like the Jets do, but it's a copycat league, and you can expect other defenses to copy that and to at least try it especially when they're not really afraid of Gabe. I mean, if I'm a DC, I mean, I'm not afraid of Gabe, especially, I mean, looking at the, looking at the tape, I mean, I see his potential, right? I see what he could do, but, I mean, he hadn't really done anything to really make me afraid. I mean, yeah, if I got corners to spare, I'm, I'll throw my number one on them, lock them up, double cover digs, and make them beat me with somebody else. Isaiah McKenzie, you know, all right. If McKenzie beats us, then, then he just does. You know what I'm saying? Killer Shakir, he doesn't get on the field. Dawson Knox hasn't really done much. 
I'm taking my chances if I'm a DC. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking at the, at, at the offense right now, man. I mean, we're kind of depleted in the wide receiver room. But hold up, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Let me give a shout-out to my man, John Brown. Brandon Bean goes in, makes a sneaky good move, brings John Brown in off waivers, signs him back to the team. We know how valuable John Brown was to, to Josh Allen's career early in his career, 2019. Josh uh, uh, John Brown, I think he had, like a, I think he had his first 1,000-yard uh, receiving uh, I think he had his first thousand yard receiving season of his career with Josh Allen. Right? He got injured. And we we know we know we know the story. We know what happened, right? Became a cap casually and then bounced around on the league after he left Buffalo for about three different teams. And uh he's basically just been a street free agent. But he's kept himself in shape, good enough shape to get signed to the Bills practice squad. You know what I'm saying? So now um here he is. Now I don't know. And I may be late to the party, so I'm not too sure if if the Bills have elevated John Brown to the active roster. I don't know. Maybe you guys can uh you guys can can uh let me know in the chat if I missed that. I don't know if John Brown was activated to the 53 man roster or not, or if he's still on the practice squad. I don't know. I seem to believe that I seem to believe that that John Brown, you know what I'm saying? Like he he like he he doesn't really need a whole lot in terms of in terms of like needing to get reacclimated with the offense. He already knows it. He already knows it. And Josh already said that he he trusts John. He trusts him. So yeah. If John Brown gets activated, I'm not too sure if he is or not. Brad uh Brad says, yo, um, I don't think so. So I'm not too sure. Somebody looked that up for me. If he does get activated, I doubt he plays tomorrow. That's, that's very quick. Right. So maybe next week. Um, but let's just assume he gets activated. Okay, yo, smoke is there. Like we seen what he did with the Bills. Now we don't really know where he is right now at this stage of his career. I think smoke is like on the plus side of thirty right now too. So we still got to watch him. Um, but I mean, he said it himself though uh, in, in the press conference he had that uh, I think somebody asked him, you know, like 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 how does he compare now to when he was last with the Bills? And he said himself, he said he's better. He said he's better because now he's fully healthy. So, I mean, take the man's word, right? You know what I'm saying? So if John Brown says he's better, then, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we just got to go by his word until he shows us differently. But if John Brown is better than he was when he was with the Bills and he's fully healthy, man, that's a huge plus, right? We're not going to see it tomorrow, but maybe next week. Yeah, huge plus. Huge plus for the offense. Um, because you look at you look at the Bills now. Now you've got John Brown who can run a full route tree, right? Gabe Davis can't really do that. He's I mean he's he, they throw him on the outside and he's not really known to be a route runner. He's just not that guy. He never was. He's got sneaky speed. He can kind of he can kind of get behind a defense at times. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he's not he's not going to run the full route tree like like John Brown was would. Plus Smoke has got that speed still. Well, I assume he does. Right? We're gonna find out. Uh, James says, yeah, yeah, Brown is 32. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he was on the plus side of 30. Um, but, yeah, Brian Bowers says, yeah, yeah, he agrees. He says, yeah, unlike Gabe, John Brown can run the entire route tree. Yeah, exactly. And so you, so, so now, you, so now you've, got, you've got a guy in John Brown, you know what I'm saying, who can, who can, who can win one-on-one. 
he did it with the Bills back in 19 and 20. You know what I'm saying? Can he still do it now? I mean, if he says he's better and he's healthy, hey, take the man's word, right? We'll see. But that's a huge asset, though, because outside of Diggs, who else is really winning one-on-one matchups like that on the outside? Nobody. Game ain't really doing it consistently. McKenzie inconsistent at times, you know? So you so you throw in a guy like John Brown. Now, I wonder, is he going to take – would he take the, the slot role? I don't know. I think they'll throw him all over the field. But but guess what? You have Diggs, John Brown, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. That's more comforting for me, right? Guys are now slotted in their in in, in their proper um, positions, in my opinion. But then on top of that, if you throw in OBJ, whoo. Yo, <laughs> if you throw in OBJ into all of that mix, oh my gosh, that is exactly the recipe to get these Buffalo Bills offense back humming like they've been humming before. Because then you have essentially Diggs, OBJ, John Brown, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even including my man Dawson Knox. Right? So you can go that deep. And that reminds me of like last year when the Bills had they, they had they had Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Cole Beasley, then Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. You see what I'm saying? Like they had them weapons like that on the off on, on at the receiver position. And so like Gabe wouldn't have to go up against number one corners or number two corners. He was feasting on dudes on, on that they on that number threes. So like no wonder he ate. You know what I'm saying? So like like that's like guys need to be in there like where they need to be. No shot at Gabe, you know what I'm saying? Or 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 McKenzie. It's just it just it just is what it is. And, it, and whenever you get a chance to improve yourself like that, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. I'm looking here through the through the chat, trying to see what you guys are saying. CR says, yo, uh, Chiefs keep adding offensive weapons. Why can't the Bills? Absolutely, CR. I mean, I agree. And they and they do it and they maximize their personnel. They maximize their personnel. James comes in, super chat. James, appreciate it. Healthy OBJ? Man, yeah. Otherwise, not worth it. Yeah. So if OBJ is healthy, which I'm assuming he is, right? I'm assuming he's healthy. Man, you throw him in. Oh, dude. Enough said, man. Like enough said. Enough said. I wouldn't necessarily say it's not worth it because I mean you still have to. Well, fully healthy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if if OBJ is like, he looks like a shell of himself, then yeah, obviously not, right? But you still have to do something because you can't really put all your eggs in the John Brown basket, plus side of 30. You, I mean, he's on practice. I mean, you got to see what he can do, right? In game action. So, yeah, man. I mean, they're not hedging their bets all on one guy. They get John Brown, which I don't think precludes them from, 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 from adding a guy like OBJ. That's what they need, man. They need to be deep across the, in this wide receiver room from top to bottom. Because when they do that, and if these guys are healthy, oh, yo, lights out, man. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Uh, yo, Mike says, yo, I'd rather see, I'd rather see Stevenson. He's fast. I mean, well, Stevenson was a return guy. You know what I'm saying? He is fast, but he hasn't, he hasn't proven himself 
at all in the offense. So, I mean, I don't even know if he's going to get get much of a chance to really prove himself offensively this year. Because this is a Super Bowl window, man. Like, this is – we don't have time to be trying to figure it out with, with guys on the bottom end of the roster. That's, 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 that's for training camp, you know. And, unfortunately, he was injured. So, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. They, 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 they could be they, – they could just be throwing stuff – just throwing, throwing stuff at the, at the wall, right, and hoping something sticks. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I am encouraged, man. So, so I'm definitely going to have my eyes looking out on that. I want to see if OBJ is coming. Um, see what Brandon Bean was doing with that with that move. Cleaning up some cap space for OBJ. Never know. I hope so. Uh, Donnell said, Donnell, man, look, yeah, I agree with you. Donnell says, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, why did we sign Heinz again? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to get upset, Donnell. So I'm trying not to get upset. I, I've, I've said this multiple times. I have no clue. I don't know. Like, I'm sure Brandon Bean, when he thought to, to bring in Naheem Hines, he wasn't just thinking, oh, this guy's going to be good for us in special teams. And I'm sure he wasn't thinking like, yo, um, when I sign this guy, he's going to be basically like a healthy scratch on offense. I'm sure that wasn't his thinking. I'm sure that that... I'm sure he had different expectations. Why he's not getting incorporated into the offense quicker, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I don't know if it's McDermott. I don't know if it's Dorsey not knowing what to do. I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out because that guy's dynamic. We've seen him returning kicks. He's dynamic. We've seen him with the Colts. He's dynamic. I'm not asking for him to be the bell cow running back. I'm not asking for that. We got Motor Singletary. We got James Cook for that, right? But you mean to tell me that you can't sprinkle this guy in a few plays here and there on offense and use him in his speed in the rounds? Wide receiver screens. I know he's a, even though he's not a wide receiver, but you know what I'm saying? Line him up at wide receiver. Give him a screen like those bubble screens that we used to do to John Brown. Get him in space. Let him use his speed. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm tired of trying to figure it out. I, I have no clue. Maybe they figure it out here, here, here so, shortly. Uh. <laughs> Brian, you stupid. Brian says, yo, they signed Hines to unload that bum Zach Moss. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Look, hey, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they, they got him for it. I mean, they, he's, on, he's on the team. Right, and they took the, they took his contract. Right, and I think he's here for for a couple of years. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. I'm trying to go through here to see what else you guys are saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, says yo, I love salty rev. Oh <laughs> uh, man, you guys are crazy. I'll tell you what, man. You have the chat. Salute to the chat. Salute to the chat. Yo, you guys, you. 
you guys are, are who keeps this this show lively, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like the chat is where it's at. It, it pops off all the time, every week. I, I love, I love just just scrolling through the chat and trying to see what you guys are saying. Sometimes you guys have a lot of a lot of sidebar conversations, and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? But I love it. I love it, man. It did. Uh, Rated Rev wouldn't be the same without you guys in here. So salute to you all, and salute to everybody who's watching live right now. We've got over 200 plus in here. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button. You know how to do it. Also. Um, I want to, and I was trying to get this link, but I wasn't able to do it, but you know, I'm, I'm going to do it here. This, this is what I'm going to do because, you know, it's a holiday season, right? Holiday season around the corner. It's Christmas season. I love Christmas. Uh, my family loves Christmas. And, uh, there is like, what better like stocking stuffer or gift for your significant other you know what i'm saying uh and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and switch my switch my brand up to the rico report here real quickly because i got some things because he's got something on here that i want to show but what better gift stocking stuffer or gift for your significant other your, your spouse your husband wife whatever then to hook them up this holiday season i mean i mean to really hook them up where'd it go rico where'd it go hook them up this holiday season with the BFTs. Buffalo versus everybody. Look at that tee. That tee that, that looks is fantastic. It's clean, it's crisp, black and white. They got multiple colors. You know what I'm saying? We got the Air Allen. We got the EMT 14. You know what I'm saying? We got that. We got we got the we got the Buffalo logo uh and the chicken wing with the celery stick. So much. So much going on right now in the BF Fan Shop. And that's what you guys need to do. Go ahead and go to the BFFanshop.com and hit up the merch. Hit up the merch. Surprise gift for your, for your significant other. And do what you got to do, man. They, they make perfect stocking stuffers. Get you a BFT like this. It is what it is, man. That's how we do it at the Buffalo Phonetics. Moving on. Let's 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 just jump right on in here, man, to this matchup tomorrow night. Who in here is fired up? I want to know who in here is fired up. If you're fired up for this game tomorrow night, drop some fire emojis right down in the chat. Drop it. I want to see it. Donnell says, yo, now that Buffalo wing is fire. You got that right. It is fire, man. Go ahead and cop that. Go ahead and cop that, man. Tomorrow night against the Patriots. I can't stand them dudes. I really can't. I can't. I can't. I, I just can't. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh, yo, shout out to, to Matthew. So, yo, he's sick. Um, he's hyped for tomorrow. Just been home all week. Yo, prayers and thoughts, man, to you, Matthew. Hope you get to feeling better. For real. There we go. That's all I like to see. There you go. Drop these fire chats. Drop these, drop these fire emojis. That's what I'm talking about. So, this game tomorrow night, we know the stakes, right? We know how incredibly important this game is going to be. But I can't stand these guys, man. For real. 
Like I can't stand him for real, for real. I can't stand Bill Belichick and his like, like nonchalant, you know. I can't. I can't. I just can't deal with it. I, the fans, oh, insufferable. I can't deal with them either. You know what I'm saying? And so, I, I I'm ready for the Bills to really put a whooping on them. I mean, to absolutely put a whooping on the bit on the on the Patriots. Don't even give them room to think that they can even come close to beating us or winning the division, taking the division back. Put them out for good. Dig the grave, throw them in the coffin, shut that thing, lock it shut, put the dirt back over it. It's a wrap. You're done. That's what I'm waiting for. And I ain't the only one. And if you guys are not hyped up for this game, if you guys are not fired up for this game, if you're not revved up for this game, let me give you something that can hype you up. Check this out. It's promise tomorrow, yo. What the f*** you going to do with your opportunity today? We got to hit in the mouth. You see how cocky, you see how cocky these f***s are running? Man, f*** them. Man, f*** them, man. I'm tired of these It's the end of an era for this night. The end of a era. Let's you go. We hit, we strap, and we talk. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Come on, man. Look, that clip still fires me up to this day. Every time I see it, I get fired up. Jordan Poyer, oh, man. That's my dog, man. I love me some Poyer. I love me some J. Poe. All pro Poe. That guy Huge leader across the entire defense and the team, period. Hands down. Emotional leader. He's the guy that runs the ship on defense. And you see it. Every game he has been out, the Bills have taken an L. But every game he's been playing, even if he's playing hurt, they win. That says something about his leadership. That says something about what he brings to the table about how he can rally the troops and gut out a win. That dude is ridiculous. Jay Poe is my man. He's my man. Oh, I love Jordan Poirier. I hope he's back. I get it, man. I know, I know this is I know it's, it's the business side of things, but I, I, I just feel like he's got to be back this year, next year. I feel like he has to be, right? I know DeMar Hamlin's been looking good, but he ain't, he ain't all pro pole, baby. He ain't that. Jaquan Johnson, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? We got Dean Marlowe back. He ain't even seen the field. He ain't Poe. He ain't Poe, baby. They ain't Poe. Bring Poe back. Anyway, my man Jordan Poyer, he's playing. He's playing. And you think he's going to be fired up for tomorrow? You got that right. You got that right. You think Trey's, I mean, Trey's going to be on fire to play this game against the Patriots? AFC East divisional rivalry? Oh, man. Yo, the secondary is going to be on fire. They're going to be... Oh, yo, I, I'm i so... Yo, I can hardly contain myself right now. This is the game, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the game. This is it. This is the time where I, I fully believe that it's like this, yo. Like, look, look. You saw you saw the description. You saw the thumbnail. I'm going I'm to show it to you one more time. Look. Playtime is over, baby. Playtime is over. Come on, man. Look at Josh. This is it. 
playtime is over. We done fooling around with these people. We found a different way to win. We've had to get out some wins, right? Josh is probably still dealing with a little bit of a, that, that elbow injury. But he can fire it 40 yards on a rope to digs like he did last week. It's all good. Guys are getting it back healthy. Everything's starting to ramp up now because you know this race is getting closer. The finish line is almost there. Three games skid against the AFC East. Come on. This is it. Playtime is over. We, we, we done playing with these fools, man. We done. We done. No more, no more of this. Yo, let's get out this win. I mean, hey, if, if that happens, so be it. So be it. We got the dub. That's all that matters at the end of the day. But I feel in my bones, in my bones, man, that this game, Josh Allen is about to explode. He's about to explode, yo. He's about to, he's about to go nuclear. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. And I know I'm not by myself. I can't be by myself in that. But let's get into it. Right? Let's talk. Let's, let's get into a matchup watch. Matchup watch. Who do you have your eyes on in this game? For me? Yo. They can't do nothing with my man Diggs, yo. They they can't. They can't. They can't. They can't do nothing with Diggs. Stephon Diggs is a dog. He's an animal. He's a pit. That guy, even though he's been like like the majority of the offense between him and him and him and Allen, right? It's all good though. It's all good. But my man right now has got 1,100 yards, nine tutties, 13.2 yards per reception in 11 games, 84 receptions. My man Diggs is having a fantastic season. And when teams know that Diggs is the number one guy and they know that Allen is going to him, they still can't do nothing with it. For the most part, he's still going off. And we know, we know in times past against the Patriots, Stephon Diggs has had his way with these dudes. And they big-time cornerback, J.C. Jackson, ain't on the team no more. He's not there. Who do I have now? Who's going to guard Stephon Diggs? Huh? Who's going who's gonna to guard him? That guy, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to pull up. I want to pull up Diggs' stats against the Patriots because because it's been it's been it's it's sick. Where is it at? Here it is. Stephon Diggs in his career against against the New England Patriots has 31 catches, 422 yards, with four touchdowns and five games against the Patriots in his career. In five games. 422 passing yards. I mean, recept- I mean, receiving yards. 31 catches. Four touchdowns. Can't stop him. They haven't been able to stop him. They really haven't. 
He's been that guy. And I don't know anybody on the Patriots team right now who's going to be able to do it. You tell me. I mean, let me, let me pull up the Patriots depth chart. That's what I want to see. I want to, I want to see who they have defensively um, in the cornerback room. Let me take a look at it. Defense. All right, they got Jalen Mills and Jonathan Jones. They're not stopping. They're not stopping Diggs. They're not. They really aren't. I'm looking at, at, at who else they have. So you got so you got Mills, Jonathan Jones, and safeties they got McCourty and Kyle Duggar. Right? So that safety they're pretty good. But still, bro, like like you're not you're not stopping digs. There's nobody there stopping digs. Nobody. I don't see anybody. So Diggs is likely gonna whoever's lining, I want to know who's 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 gonna be following Diggs that night. Is it Mills? Or is it Jonathan Jones? I don't know. I really don't care. I really don't care. You know why? Because Diggs is going to go off regardless. He's going to go off regardless, man. So I'm definitely looking at Diggs. Because you know Josh is going to look to him. Now, we know that Bill Belichick is going to try his best to stop what teams do. Right, that's what he's. That's what he's tried to. Do. That's what. That's what he does. Right, um, he's tried to do that to the Bills to no avail. It hasn't worked out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, will he do it? Will he do it tomorrow night? Is it possible? It's possible. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. I. You know what I want to see? I want to. You know what I want to see tomorrow? I want to see Bill Belichick getting that phone. And smashing it and throwing it across the across the bench. That's what I want to see. I want to see Bill Belichick lose his, you know what? <laughs> Man, yo, that, that's gonna be hilarious. That would be hilarious. That'll be Brian Bowers. Why you gotta be so petty, fam? Brian Bowers is petty, bro. You petty. <laughs> so petty. I'm gonna show it anyway, though. He says, he said, whoever guards Diggs is getting cooked the same way Dane Jackson has been. <laughs> Uh, you ain't right for that. You ain't right. It's been true though. <laughs> but you ain't right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, whoever's guarding you already you already know what time it is, man. You already know what time it is. So I got my eyes on Diggs and whoever they're gonna trot out in front of them. Okay. Another matchup that I'm looking at. It has to go across the offensive line, the Bills offensive line, right? I'm looking at Matthew Judon. Versus whoever he decides to line up against, whether it's Spencer Brown at right tackle or David Questenberry at left at left tackle, I think he's gonna pick and choose whatever. And 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 you know what I'm saying? It's it's the right side probably my bet, right? Because it's been pretty easy. I mean, let's just be honest. Spencer Brown has been a turnstile at right tackle and pass protection. Second year, I get it, right? But dude has to get better, man. He has to get better. He has to improve. Uh, run blocking, he's good. He's a mauler in the run game. But we got a mauler starting at right tackle for an offense 
that's pass heavy. How's that make sense? I don't know. So they're coaching. So he needs to. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to step it up. So what I anticipate happening is I anticipate the Bills chipping Judon. So that's that's gonna mean Dawson Knox is gonna come in. He may not. Dawson Knox may not have a game. You know what I'm saying? Because his 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 job, his assignment is gonna be to help Spencer Brown or help Questenberry, wherever whichever side Judon is on. Dawson Knox is going to follow probably to help Chip. That's what I think. And so we're going to need some secondary guys, man. Maybe if Quentin Morris um, is, is, gets the feeling better and he's healthy enough to play, so maybe maybe he comes out. I don't know. But uh, we definitely got to look out for Matthew Judon. That guy's a beast, man. He's been doing it, right? So Matthew Judon versus the Buffalo Bills, right tackles. I mean, uh, offensive tackles, I should say. Got my eyes on that on that matchup. Who else? Let me let me let me see. Uh, does anybody know the, the the Patriots injury report? Let me see if I, let me see if they came out with one. Please forgive me, as I don't have it pulled up. I want to know. Um, I want to know if they've got anybody significant that that, that that's out. Uh. Of course, they do the same thing. They, you know, they they funny with their stuff. Um, Damien Harris is ruled out. So they're running back. Damien Harris is out. Thank you, Texas Flood. Same time. So Damien Harris is out. Um, Isaiah Wynn is out as well. Their offensive tackle. Um, but then they said Devontae Parker um, is good to go. So wide receiver Devontae Parker is good to go. But he's been battling a knee injury. So the so so Isaiah Wynn, offensive tackle is out. Damian Harris, running back, is out. Devontae Parker back in. So what does that mean for the Bills? Okay. Well, Damian Harris, man, you know, he's a good running back. And uh they have a good running game. Or they and, and I mean when they had Damian Harris to go alongside Ramondre Stevenson, they were they were they were very good. So now he's out. So you can see a heavy dose of Ramond of Ramondre Stevenson, right? Um, and so I'm not scared, right? I'm not concerned, um, especially with Groot coming back because Groot's phenomenal in run and run support, right? We'll be fine. Um, is there a chance that, that he breaks one loose? Man, there's a chance, right? There's always a chance, and that's a big boy. I mean, Ramondre, 250, that's a, that's a big back, so they better come <laughs> ready to tackle, right? Um, and speaking of tackling, that's it. You know what? Um, I'll save that. I'll I'll save that for 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 keys to big dubs. I'll, I'm gonna save that for, for for later. Um. So anyway. So yeah. Um. Uh, so the Bills need to key on the running game. Make sure. Uh. Mm, that's it, man. Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, what's up, John? John says, "What's up, Ray? What's up? What's up, Harry? What's going? What's going on, baby?" Um. So now looking at their offensive tackle being out, uh, Isaiah Wynn with a foot injury that could bode well for our pass rush. Right. Um, it really could. Hopefully these guys, man, are able to, to get after Mac Jones. That's what I want. I want to see our defensive line, put pressure on Mac Jones. And because I'm not afraid of their passing game, even though they look very good against the Vikings, right? They look very good against the Vikings. 
very good. So you know that they can, you know what I'm saying, play to that level. Will they do it against the Bills tomorrow night? I don't see that happening, especially, you know what I'm saying, with our corners, Trey White coming back, and then you've got Kyrie Elam, you've got Jermaine Edmonds back in there. I don't see that happening. So so their, their, uh, their passing game um, doesn't really concern me, right? I mean, Nelson Aguilar is a speed guy. Does he have the op- does he have the potential to really break one loose um to get behind the defense? Yeah, he does. Um Jacoby Myers is a very good wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? But but these guys are not these guys are not like like elite receivers that we've seen. They're not Justin Jeffersons, they're not they're not the Amari Coopers, they're not the Amon Ross St. Browns, they're not those kind of guys. They're just guys, you know what I'm saying? Um good in their own right, but they're not elite players that we need to really be scared of but we ain't scared of nobody in any way but you know what i'm saying Devonte parker um with the knee injury so we'll see how he plays how much playing time he gets we know the bills defense has at times you know had a, had you know they, they've had they've had trouble with bigger receivers trey white has had trouble with bigger receivers even when Devonte parker was in miami he had trouble with him at times you know what i'm saying so We'll see what happens, but I'm still not concerned. Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry um, has looked pretty good. At least he looked pretty good against against the Vikings. But nevertheless, I think that Leslie Frazier can dial up some stuff, right? I think he can, especially with Von Miller being out, he may, he may have to manufacture some pass rush, right? He may have to blitz more than he liked to. I know he would like to rush for and drop back the rest in coverage, but when you don't have your key pass rusher in Von Miller, you may not be able to do that. You can test it out early to see how it works. You know what I'm saying? If the front four is able to get to him without Von Miller, then hey, you don't need to be on any blitz. But I still think that they should. I don't want to see Mac Jones just sitting there in the pocket when he doesn't have his starting offensive tackle. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to see him doing that. Because any decent quarterback, given time in the pocket, is going to find open receivers, right? I mean, I don't care how good your DBs are. They're not going to be able to guard down the field three seconds, four seconds down the field. It's not going to happen. Right, so I need Leslie Frazier to dial up some blitzes, right? And I see some of you all in here already agreeing about me, already, already talking about it. Uh, Mike Harlow says, Yeah, yeah, blitz. Uh, Scott Blakely says, Yeah, your Mac 10, uh, Mac 10, something <laughs> to the rapper Mac 10. <laughs> uh, what side can it gain? Anyway, so Mac top 10 quarterback would not pressure. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Last in the NFL, when pressured. Blitz the you-know-what out of them and let the chips fall where they may. Enough soft zone crap. Scott, I couldn't have said it any better, man. I'm glad you, you mentioned that because I didn't know he was a top-10 quarterback when he's not pressured. That's what I'm saying. That's why we don't need this guy to be sitting there, you know what I'm saying, with all time in the world in the pocket just to do whatever. Get after him. And you know that bodes well for us because he's not, that mo- he's not a mobile guy, right? He's kind of statuesque. You can still get to him. Get him off his spot, get him running, right? And get after him. Make him uncomfortable. Don't let him sit in the pocket and find open guys. Bring some pleasure. I'm pleasure. Bring some pressure. Right? Blitz him. Not, 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 you don't have to do it all the time, but occasionally. And probably more than than than, than we're accustomed to. And I'm okay. If he beats the blitz, then so be it. But I'm not, I'm just not gonna sit there. Especially now knowing that stat that he's a top 10 quarterback when not pressured. I'm not going to be content with sitting there and letting him just go off. 
You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So yeah, let's get after him, man. Let's get after him. Uh, any matchups? Any other matchups? So um, I, I talked about Diggs. I talked about Matthew Judon and, 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 the, and the offensive tackles. Um, I don't know if there's any other key matchups that I'm really looking forward to outside of like Josh Allen doing his doggone thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want Josh to light him up. Light him up, man. Just light him up, Josh. Shut shut, the, shut me up. Shut the rest of the NFL up who's talking this junk, talking about, you know, you, you know, he's this and that, whatever. Just shut them all up. I'm fine with that. I ain't got no shame in my game. You know? That's what I want to see. All right. Now, moving on. Shout out to everybody who's who's joining your man Rev for another edition of Rated Rev brought to you by BetUS on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button. Turn on those bell notifications. Let's get it. Now, moving on. And let me let me take some time to scroll through the chat. I want to see what you guys are what you guys are talking about here. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so, so you guys are talking about some keys. Yeah. Let's get into it, baby. We are at an hour and 17 in the show. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Let's get ready to wrap it up with the last segment of the show. Keys to big dubs. Like my man Joy J. Poe would say. Big dubs, baby. Keys to big dubs. If the Bills are going to win this game tomorrow night against the New England Patriots, what are the keys to victory? What are the keys to big dubs? So I've already seen you guys talking about it, and I agree, right? We need a blitz, right? We need to bring pressure on Mac Jones. We can't let him sit in the pocket and just light us up. I don't think he's going to light us up anyway, but if he's a top-10 quarterback, we're not pressured. That says a lot. Blitz him. Bring pressure. Heavy pressure. Get after him. Make him uncomfortable early and often. Okay? Secondly, and I think it always starts with this, right? It's in the trenches, right? The game is in the trenches. Um, we want to shut down the running game because we know, we know that's that, that's what they do, right? Uh, that's a staple of their offense. And so, if we can shut down Ramon J. Stevenson in that running attack, then we make them one-dimensional in the past game, which, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not really concerned with Mac Jones. Um, let me look up the Patriots' running stats this year, the rushing stats. Um, this year, let me see here. Because Ramondre, he's a, I mean, he's a good running back. Mm. I don't know. I don't know their rankings. Let me see. I thought I thought I saw I thought I saw Rico um had some rankings here. Let me see if Rico has some rankings here for me to take a look at. Let me let me let me make a switch. Because I want to see something here. There we go. Well, <laughs> I guess I, I guess I blew that up way too much. So when we're looking at the at the Patriots league rankings, they're rushing. They're twenty second in the league in rushing. The Bills are eighth. Wow. Who would have thought? The Bills are eighth in rushing, and the Patriots are twenty second. Maybe I shouldn't be concerned about the rushing a game as I thought. 
But nevertheless, you still don't want to. I mean, you know what I'm saying? A guy can break free. He's a big boy, 250. He's a, he can get behind the defense. You know what I'm saying? He he can. Especially if this is what happens. And my other key to the game for me would be on the defensive side of the ball, and that is tackling. The Bills defense needs to tackle better. I cannot tell you how many missed tackles I saw last week. It was mind-boggling, got on my nerve. Part of the reason why I was so stressed out in that game, watching all these doggone missed tackles. Like, you know that's not McDermott's M.O. He's all about tackling. Sound, fundamental football. Cornerbacks tackle. Everybody needs to tackle. Defensive line, right, being where they should be, fitting their gaps the, the right way. Tackling, tackling, tackling. Because it's going to take everybody to do their thing, the tackle, this big boy. Because when you miss tackles, I don't care the, the rankings, throw them out the window, right? Throw them out the window. You can have the 22nd-ranked rushing offense in the New England Patriots, you know what I'm saying? But you miss tackle to remind Stevenson and he's running down the field for a 70-yard touchdown. Tackle. Let's not make these guys look like all pros when they're not. Tackling has to be the key defensively. Don, oh, wow, I didn't know that. So Don, uh, Don, uh, I'm not going to pronounce your last name because I don't want to butcher it. Okay, but Don says, yo, Dane Jackson leads the Bills and missed tackles. That's another reason why Dane needs to be, I mean, he just needs to be a depth guy, all right? He needs to be the, a depth corner. He has to be, okay? So anyway, so defensively, yo, they have to tackle better. Nomi says, yo, facts, tackle better, okay? So we talked about um, defense, I need pressure. We got our pressure on Mac Jones. We need them to tackle better defensively, right? Offensively now. Let's let's move to the Bills on offense. The keys to big dubs for the Bills on offense. If we expect him to have this remarkable game, this this to have the, to have this Josh Allen comeback game, uh, uh, show everybody, yeah, yo, I'm still that man. Big time performance. It starts up front on the offensive line. Protection, 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 protection. Protect Josh by all costs. Without your starting left tackle and Deion Dawkins, and with a struggling right tackle and Spencer Brown facing the league's leading sack leader and Matthew Judon, yay better protect Josh Allen. Because if they don't, Josh Allen will be running for his life. He will. We know this. Now, granted, Josh Allen, you know, like he covers a multitude of ills, right? Like he covers a lot. Many people will say, yo, man, Josh, but we got Josh and, you know, he can, he can evade pressure and he can run out of the pocket like nobody's business. Yeah, I get, yeah, I get that. But you don't want to rely on that. And you don't think Bill Belichick, future Hall of Fame coach, knows that too? Bill Belichick, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he's going to bring he's gonna bring some pressure on Josh. Not just with Judon, but I expect 
Cal Duggar to be blitzing. I expect them to bring pressure on Josh Allen to get him flushed out of the pocket. And where is he going to go? To his right, like he always does. He's gonna they're gonna flush the pressure to his right. Probably gonna put Matthew Judon on the right tackle side, right? Spencer Brown turns down easy, right? Easy pressure. Josh Allen gonna try to spin out of it, run to his right. There's Kyle Duggar or a spy barreling down on Josh Allen. That's their game plan. I guarantee you. So the Bills office need to protect Josh at all costs. If Josh has a clean pocket. It's it's sayonara. Lights out, baby. Let the fat lady sing. Because <laughs> Josh is going to slice and dice these chumps all game long if he's, if he's protected. Right? Ah. We got to do it. Oh, I like. Oh, I like. Hold on. I like this. Jeff B comes in here, yo. The very good point, Jeff. Jeff says, yo, run the ball. Belichick is trying to stop Josh Allen. I like that, and I and I would agree. I think that we can definitely expect Bill Belichick to come after Josh and to stop the passing game, especially when you look at the way they've been playing lately, right? They're not going to make it easy for Josh in the offense. They're going to try to frustrate him, make him impatient, right? If they happen to drop back and cover two, they're going to make him impatient, make him have to play the long game. That's where the running game comes in, and you play. Could we see Motor with 100 yards rushing tomorrow night? Man, what would that what would that be like? What would that be like if we had to rely on the ground game and Motor Singletary did his thing, ran for 100, 100 yards, a couple touchdowns, ground game got off, right? And then play action off of that. Yo, I'm down. Whatever we got to do to win a game. I'm all for it. But I definitely think, and here's another key to the game. Ken Dorsey. Do not poop the bed. Don't do it. Don't make this more complicated than it has to be. Right? Don't do too much. Don't do too little. <laughs> a red zone offense. A red zone offensive efficiency. Ken, I'm looking at you. And Josh, I'm looking at you as well. Josh, clean up the clean up the turnovers in the red zone. Clean them up. Okay? But once the Bills offense gets in the red zone, that's where I want to see a change. I want to see them convert these red zone opportunities into touchdowns, not field goals. That's the key. Because they're gonna get in the red zone. And once they do, put six on the board. Get in there. And be creative. Spice it up, man. Spice it up. Do something. I don't care if you got to pull a trick play out the bag. I don't man, Do something that they haven't seen before or they haven't seen in a long time and didn't expect you to pull it out. Do, man, get creative, man. Brandon Day says, yo, McKenzie has a lot of success against the Pats. He has. I think we're going to need some of these, these, these complimentary players, man, to step up. Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Dawson Knox, if he's not having to be tasked with covering up for Spencer Brown's self. You know what I'm saying? 
But running backs, James Cook out of the backfield maybe becomes a receiving option. I don't know. I don't care. But when you get in the red zone, please, for crying out loud, score a touchdown. Score two. Score three. Score them all. Can we can we have a a, a replay of, of the Bills-Patriots playoff game where you just like scored on every offensive possession you had? Touchdowns? Can we do that again? Is that is that too much to ask for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think if we do that, we play mistake-free football, right? Clean up the penalties. Um, red zone offense, man, score touchdowns, protect Josh Allen offensively, right, in the pocket. Defensively, we bring pressure on Mac Jones. Don't let him sit in the pocket and find open receivers. And then we tackle better. I think that is how we come out of Foxborough with a big dub. With a big dub, man. What do you guys think? Any other keys to the game that you guys have, let me know in the chat. I want to see it. Um, yeah, playoff mindset, says James. James Mormon, playoff mindset. Yeah, this is it, baby. And more than playoff mindset, yo, this is championship mindset. Championship mindset right here. The Bills backed up in the corner in the division. An 0-2 deficit. Going into Foxborough Thursday night on Prime. Against New England Patriots, who are right behind us. What are you going to do? It's put up or shut up time, baby. Put up or shut up time. And I believe the Bills are going to put it up. They're going to put the game up early. Playtime is over, man. Playtime is over, yo. Josh Allen ain't playing. It's done. No more of this. And I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it now. I am so ready for this game tomorrow night. Oh, I'm so ready for this game tomorrow night. Golly. Yo. You guys have been phenomenal, man. Everybody who's been rocking with your boy. I mean, we're close to 200 right now. And we've been like this strong for the entire night. Salute to the chat. That's where it goes down. Everybody in here, man. All the regulars. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Ron Ringler, Richard Forbes, John Herring, Mike Cardinal, Sal. Everybody in here. Brian Bowers, Roy Collins, Jeff B. Yo, shout out to everybody, man. Cascut. Brandon Day, Michael G. Williams, Namdi, yo, Teddy Hart, James Mormon. I'm going I'm to I'm give y'all some love, man. Don Preisler, I think it's Preisler or Preisler. Forgive me if I butchered it. Kenneth Thomas, Carl Toman, Scott Blakely. Yo, everybody, man. Everybody in here. Everybody in here. Salute to you guys. My Carl, yo, my man Chris, where'd he go? I think Chris, where'd he at, man? I think Chris, may, he may have bounced. But anyway, he's always here right off the rip, man, a couple of hours before the show starts. He's already in here, dropping the Let's Go Buffalo, setting the tune, setting the tone for the rest of the show. And to everybody else, man, who's been, who's been watching in the chat, watching live, yo, salute to you guys, man. Salute to you guys and everybody who's, Listening via podcast format, salute to you as well. 
shout out. Big shout out, man. This would not be possible for you all. And I so appreciate it. But do me this favor. Do me this favor. Will you? Please. Let's freaking get pumped up. Tomorrow night is the night. This is the night when the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen prove to the rest of the league that we ain't to be fooled with, yo. We not to be fooled with. We still them dogs. I seen the power rankings. Y'all dropped this out of the power rankings. Dropped this out of the top five. Stephen A. Smith, I seen you with that, that garbage power ranking list. I seen it, but it's all right. It's all right. Because this is where the Bills love to be right here, man. Right here. Slept on. Talked about. Mistreated a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, granted, they did it up, they did it to themselves. But this is the this is where they live. This is where they excel. Pressure situations. And they are gonna come out like fine gold. Fine gold tomorrow night. As we jump into this three straight game against the AFC East Divisional Rivals, starting with the New England Pages tomorrow. The Pills one and two in the division starting tomorrow, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it. Like my man Richard Forbes says, yo, backs against the wall. David Silver, you already know what time it is, baby. Don. Let's get it, baby. Nominee Preach Boy. We doing it. It's your man, Rev. The Buffalo Fanatics Network. Brought to you by BetUS. Till next time, everybody. Have a blessed evening. Grace and peace. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Because you know what? We're going to be here tomorrow. We're going to have the pregame. We're going to do that. We're going to do that, too. It's Bill's Patriots. We gonna beat the snot out of them. Let's get it popping. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, go Bills. See y'all tomorrow night. Have a blessed one.